Welcome to the Be Free Show, where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Lueda Roshke, your host, and I'm so excited you joined me again today. Man, the program that we're going to have today, the people I have on, you do not want to miss it. It's going to be such a blessing. You know, have you ever felt like, uh, guys, have you ever felt like that you're just lost, you know, and you just, you don't know which way to turn. You're caught in a trap. You're caught in an addiction. You feel hopeless and desperate. And then you're like, Lord, I don't know where to go or what to do. Well, the guests I'm going to have on this morning, they were in that place. They were in a trap, but praise God, they are not trapped Hallelujah. anymore. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want to introduce this morning, Reuben and Janie Saravia from the Sozo Home Ministries in Kerrville, Texas. And oh my goodness, thank you guys for coming. You're welcome. Thank um, you for having yes, us. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, I thank you, Father God, that today is an ordained time, yes. an ordained time for you in this in this day. And Father, you've got people lined up that need to hear this yes. message. So it's just so powerful. And so uh, we thank you, Father, for that. All right, Miss uh, Miss Janie, I want to start with you today yes. and get right up in yes. that microphone, okay? okay? Y'all got to get right up in there. Okay. That. So you have a home, Sozo Christian Home, yes, uh, for men and women yes. that minister to them, gives them a, another chance. Uh, it's a safe place for them. It's a place of spiritual growth and healing. And you're seeing God do some amazing things. And just tell me just a little bit about that. Well, and we'll go into it again in a minute. Well, uh, Sozo Home started in uh, five years ago, actually. It was this month that we started uh, uh, Sozo Home. Uh, the Lord uh, put it in our hearts because of what we had been through and how the Lord set us free. We opened up this house and God has just been so faithful uh, he made a way we didn't have anything we were we, we we didn't have a place to we were renting an apartment and uh, uh, a doctor opened up his house and and we've been living there rent free for five years now and God has just been bringing in the the people that are down and out that are hopeless that have no other way uh, other place to go don't have insurance because we don't charge mm-hmm. uh, it's free um, and God has just been so faithful with providing everything. And we, we're seeing miracle after miracle of what, what, what God is doing. Mm-hmm. It's so amazing. And you know what I love about y'all, well, so many things about your ministry, is that um, you're right down. I mean, it's the real gospel. I mean, it's the real reaching out. Reuben, it's the real thing. Um, you know, getting in people's lives that, that feel hopeless and and getting down in the weeds with them and helping pull them up and you know not just telling them how to do it and not just preaching at them but you're literally helping them up reuben i i'm just so blessed by that and uh, god is using you mightily and just so thankful for that but you've had a lot of guys come through there right reuben uh yes ma'am we've had quite a quite a few guys come in through through uh through the ministry mm-hmm and uh, as of now it's been 182 people mm-hmm. that have gone in through the home and uh 12 women, 12 women. wow 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 we, we currently have 19 men that are living with us right now what's your capacity you don't know <laughs> you just gotta <laughs> shove them everybody has a little corner yes yes <laughs> uh you know the the men uh, they come into the home are coming out they're they're homeless they're you know they don't have anywhere to go so if if we give them uh 
uh, a hot meal, you know, a safe place to stay. They don't care. They, you know, they'll they'll sleep on the floor if they have to. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. and when when Jesus changes your life, you're so grateful. All you want to do is just 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 be in His presence. Yeah. You know, nothing else matters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I just want to share a scripture right quick, and then we're going to talk about this. Uh, in Luke 19, uh, it says in verse 10, it says, "For the Son of Man has come to seek." And to save that which was lost. That just that scripture touches me because guys think about it. He was seeking me out. He was seeking your he was looking for you in your state of desperation, your state of loneliness, of hopelessness, maybe marriage falling apart, maybe children are in uh, rebellion and no matter you know, maybe you're gonna get foreclosed on, you're gonna be on the street. You're so caught up in drugs and alcohol trying to self-medicate. But Jesus is seeking you. He's looking for you. He's chasing you down. Uh, There's a song, there's no mountain, you know, so high that he can't climb up, you know. He is looking for you. And that just just touches me. He came to seek look after find i mean his goal is to find you where you're at you don't have to clean yourself up first (laughs) you don't have to fix yourself you don't have to be educated you don't have to have lots of money or know the right people you just need to know jesus and so he came to seek and to save that which is lost and that word save is sozo so uh one of you guys tell me why you named that sozo and what that means your ministry well it was about I think about eight years ago that my husband had was backslidden and he was in prison and I was here and going to church at Impact. I lived in a little apartment and the Lord uh, started giving me, giving me the word sozo and I asked, it, I just kept hearing it over and over again in our church. Pastor David was, was talking about sozo. I would read it and, and, and come up with the word sozo and it would just, it would just, something in my in in my in my spirit just resonated with this with this word and and in prayer I asked the Lord what is this word sozo and the Lord said uh this is the name of the the home that you and your husband are gonna are gonna have and I and I I literally just smiled and and said Lord my husband's in prison what home you know I'm living in a two-bedroom apartment there we're renting we don't even have anything and he said, this is the name of your home. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and what does Sozo mean? Sozo means saved, healed, delivered. And it also means a safe place. It made, it means made whole, you know, and that's exactly what, what God is doing in Sozo mm-hmm. Home. And it means to be delivered. Yes. Right? You yes. know, just delivered. And, uh, you know, in Isaiah 61, it says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel, anointed and qualified me to preach the gospel of good tidings to the meek, the poor, and afflicted. He has sent me to bind up and heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the physical and spiritual captives, and the opening of the prison of those to who are bound. And that's y'all. Y'all have that anointing. He has qualified y'all to do that. But you, it's not just reading about it, learning. You have experienced what those people that God is sending through your home, you've experienced it uh, and you are anointed and qualified to do that. And so tell me a little bit about y'all's testimony. Reuben, you want to start and tell me what has God done? You, you know, you have personal experience with being set free. 
you used the word desperate a little a little while ago, mm -hmm. and uh, that's exactly how I, you know, that was that was the point in my life. That's where I was at when the Lord saved me. I was desperate. I was just tired, sick and tired of being sick and tired of running the streets. I had uh, been addicted to heroin for over 23 years of my life. I had spent about nine years of my life behind bars. And I was just so tired and so desperate. And when I heard the message of the gospel, I had a, oh, somebody had testified to me and told me about the power of God. And they had told me about the power of God. And it was then that I walked into a place called the Victory Home in San Antonio, Texas. And uh, it was there that uh, they told me that Jesus Christ could change my life. And it was there that I was willing to try anything. I was just so sick and tired of being tired. And it was there that I opened up my heart to the Lord. The Lord became real in my life. And he, and he set, set me free from the, 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 the drugs and the alcohol and the wild living. And he set me free and he placed a calling in my heart. And it was there where, you know, it, and, and, and you're right. I mean, it, God's not looking for, for educated men. As a matter of fact, the disciples that Jesus used were untrained and uneducated men. He used fishermen and God began to call me and, and, and woo me, and, and, and uh, that's, how, that's how I walked into the home. But I was really desperate for change. And when the power of God came upon my life, I was so, so, I was so, uh, the word is, uh, I was just um, uh, amazed. But not only amazed, I was grateful. Mm -hmm. I was grateful that, mm -hmm. that I was no longer, you know, addicted. I was no longer addicted to the vices that I had been addicted to when I walked into the home. That is, praise God. I love it. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. And, and Janie, tell me about you. Tell me a little bit about your story. How, how did you end up where you were? Well, I, you know, uh, I was, I was raised here in Kerrville and I got into drugs and, and messed up my life royally. And I thought that if I changed my location that, that, that I could get away from the drugs. But little did I know that I was taking my heart with me. You know, I, I, I went to San Antonio and it was there that, that uh, I got on a methadone program, but there was still that emptiness that I was trying to fill. And, and, and I was out there looking for drugs and it was uh, a, friend of, a friend of mine that I knew in San Antonio that took me to to the west side and it was there that I met Ruben Saravia and he was my drug uh, dealer and he and I became friends and, and it, it, it just evolved into more and I remember that he used to he had been at the Victory Home and had gotten a touch from the Lord but he had ran and he he would tell me we would be doing drugs and he would be telling me there's Jesus. Jesus is going to change our life one day. We're going to be serving the Lord one day. And I went, este vato, man, here, ya se le huela onda. You know, he's losing it already. What kind of guy is this? But, but, and so he kept telling me about Jesus. And I kept telling him something about, about the way he was talking resounded again in my spirit. And it was years later that 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 we we kept we kept running the streets and doing you know and ended up in prison. All these ugly things happened in our life. And it was in 2000 when we went into the Victory Home together. We went in there together, strung out, you know, on parole, getting fixed, fixing to get sent back to prison, you know. And 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 it was there that uh, we were separated. He went with the men. I went with 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 the women. And uh, it was there that one day 
I remember that I woke up and uh, and I felt something strange in my heart, something that I hadn't hadn't felt, you know, I didn't know what it was, and it was the peace of God. Mm. God had become real in my life. Mm. Praise God. In my sleep, I remember I woke <laughs> up, and God had given me a new heart. It says in Ezekiel thirty six twenty six that He will give us a new heart with new desires and with a new spirit. And that's what happened that night. I don't know how to explain it. My my husband had a, a experience at the at the altar, but it was with me. He did it in my sleep, and I I was just so grateful that God had changed my life. That I just it was there that I just said, you know what, Lord. And we I ended up staying five years in that place. You know, because I wanted to tell every heroin addict, every lady that came in there and caregiver and helper to to get better because I knew that there was a God and that he had changed my life and that I was going to serve him all the days of my life. Mm. And that's that that's where where God became real in my life. And he kept telling me, you're going to you're going to be doing this for the rest of your life. You're going wow. to be be ministering to women <laughs> for the rest of your life. And that's what he's doing. He he. I'm going into the prisons, uh, and and ministering to the women. I go into the Kirk County Jail here every week, you know, and tell the women that there is another way. There is another way, and his name is Jesus. He can set you free. He can uh, 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 loosen the chains of addiction. You just have to. You have to surrender your life to Jesus. Y'all are making me cry. <laughs> I mean, I, it just so touches me to know that um, you're giving back what was given to you. You're yeah. giving Jesus away, and you're using that testimony. You know, some people will hide their testimony because they're ashamed or they're embarrassed, but that testimony brings glory to God, how yeah. he set you off for you overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. And when you share that, we don't know today, guys, who may be, uh, watching Facebook yeah. Live today or we'll watch it in time to come or listening to the actual radio show air uh, coming up this week we don't know how many drug addicts alcoholics people that are caught in traps you know sexual sins or they're just desperate and they've turned to crime to try to you know to pay for it all yes. and 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 stuck and been in prison and, and you know maybe they're listening to it in prison we don't know yes but there there are people i can I, I i believe this with all of my heart i think it's a guarantee that god has y'all here as an ordained time so that people can know that there is a hope yes there is a hope there is a way out you do not have to stay uh you know my mom was an alcoholic for many many years and and i really she didn't just drink a little she drank till she got when she got up in the morning till she passed out at night and mm -hmm. you know married uh six times and just you know she was trapped loved yeah. me with all of her heart but she was trapped yeah. and a lot of stuff happened but you know god set her free from the yeah. alcohol and praise you know god god kept me because it was all in my family and all you know all kinds of stuff in my family but i i'm just so thankful that god stepped into my family yes you know, he can do that. He can step into your family. Now, no matter how long you've been an alcoholic or right. into drugs or what, a pornography, whatever it is, human trafficking, no matter how long it is, God can pull yes. you up. Yes. He can yes. pull you up and turn you around. Yes. And so I, I may not have the same testimony, but I grew up 
in a lot of that. And, and I know that God can really turn a situation around. He certainly can. But uh, Reuben, what is it that you think causes people? You know, what made you get start drinking and, and doing it? What, what was it that drove you to that? Well, for me, uh, at, a, at a young age, it was, uh, it was a combination of things, peer pressure. And at first, it was peer pressure. And once I began to experiment with drugs, I, I realized that uh, they gave me something that I really didn't have that was courage and I was a young man growing up and I remember being a shy, a shy kid and struggling with that and I remember using marijuana and alcohol and it gave me a, a, a boldness a confidence that you know that I was that I that I got uh, that I got kind of got uh, uh, hooked on and you know and that's how it started for me and then it became uh you know, people say that you couldn't get hooked on marijuana, yet I was hooked on marijuana. I was smoking weed every day, selling weed, and uh, I got hooked on it. Mm -hmm. And later on, I was hooked, I had, I had already started drinking at the age of 12, so I was mm -hmm. hooked on, on drugs and, and alcohol. And the progress, as we know, you know, as people that have been addicted before, it's not something that starts, you don't get highly addicted all at once. It's a gradual, uh, the enemy kind of gradually pulls you in, sucks you in, and then it becomes a snowball. Your life, it just yes. snowballs, mm -hmm. and it becomes worse and worse and worse and worse. Mm -hmm. And that's that's how it was for me. Mm -hmm. I grew up in a, in a rough neighborhood on the west side of San Antonio, Texas, with, uh, with, uh, with they became professional fighters. Mm -hmm. And uh, the story of their life was devastating also. They became friends, and then you know, uh, some of them. Wind, uh, one of them wound up in doing a lot of time in in New York. It was a professional fighter, and you know, and that's how we started. It was a rough neighborhood, and you wanted to be part of. I wanted to be part of what what everybody else was doing, mm -hmm. and it really devastated my life. Mm, what a trap! What a trap! What about you, Janie? What What was it that you felt that you were missing, or that 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 drew you into that? Because there's people that maybe right now the enemy's trying to get them to draw them yes. into that maybe they're not already in it but they're the enemy's trying to pull them into that and you know the bible says you know the truth the truth yes. shall make you free yes. so so what was it with you uh with me it was pretty much the same thing uh i want i wanted to be cool you know i wanted to be cool and i wanted to be part of something i think that was a big mm. thing for me i wanted to be part of something and and i saw these people that were who I thought were cool, you know, and it was such a mis misconception. And I had a, a younger, uh, older brother that was, uh, you know, a hippie, mm -hmm. and uh, I thought that was really cool. And I started following in his footsteps, and that's where I, the, the the downfall came. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just all, it, and, and it's rampant. It's rampant everywhere. Everywhere you look, it's mm -hmm. it's it's like that. Even you know? in like. Small towns, small big towns, towns doesn't yes, matter. Yes, small towns, big towns. We, you know, we have pe we have men that come from all over. You know, uh, we have more men that come from out of outside of Kerrville than we have here in mm -hmm. Kerrville. Uh, but but they they come from all classes. You mm -hmm. know, uh, poor, rich. You know, we we have them all. It's so is it, it, the drugs the the drugs they're not. You know, they're not. Um, 
what's the word for it? Yeah. They don't. They don't discriminate. Right. You know, mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. The, the devil's an equal opportunity. Yes. Offender, yes. Yes. You know. Yes. So you know it. it it's a, a. It's a big problem. Mm-hmm. But but see, we're trying to to to. Uh, society tries to reform us mm-hmm. from the outside. You know, Didn't when work. I was in prison, they 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 sent me to college and gave me college classes and all that. But it was a hard issue. It's a hard issue. Mm-hmm. Come you on. Know? So we have to deal with the hard issue. And that's why at Sozo Home, uh, the first thing that we deal with, you know, when they come in, you know, they're they're usually strung out, you know, so we deal with the uh, physical you know, get them, get them fed, get them showered, get them prayed over, you know, let them rest, let them detox, you know, but then the, 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 the thing that we target is getting them a relationship with Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's, what's going to transform their life. Mm -hmm. You know, he's the one that's going to change our life. Mm -hmm. He's the one that's going to give us a heart transplant. Mm -hmm. And, And I think sometimes maybe religion has turned them off of a relationship with Christ, right? I bet y'all yes. have encountered that yes. in the home where they just kind of resistant to it because of maybe the way other Christians have maybe presented Christ or church. Well, and a lot of them have been raised in church, mm-hmm. you know, but a lot, and a lot of them don't have that relationship. Mm-hmm. It's the relationship because we can know, I can know you. Mm-hmm. I can I see you on Sundays, you mm-hmm. know, in church and everything. Mm-hmm. But if I don't get to talk to you, if I don't, you know, get a relationship going with you. Yeah, that's good. You know, that's where it's at. It's yeah. in that relationship. It's in that knowing that that you can run to him, you know, the minute that things are going bad in your mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Yes. So true. And uh, well, it's like uh, my wife was saying, it, it starts there. And, and once they're up on their feet, you know, we just minister the, the gospel the the gospel is the only message that can transform anybody see people try to reform but jesus transforms <laughs> come on that's and that's good. what is uh that's what's needed because my wife was sharing with about the heart and that's what jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9 says it says the heart is deceitful above all else and is desperate desperately sick who can who can know it but understanding he's not talking about the the the, the organ that plumps blood he's talking about the core of humanity who he who we really are the fallen because of this fallen world because of sin you know we have a fallen nature and you know it's it's attracted to to the wrong it's attracted to those things and and we begin to preach the gospel to these men young or older men and just tell them of course the testimony is used but God's word, you know, God telling them, hey, you can come. God can deliver you. God can set you free. He who the Son sets free is free indeed. Amen. And, you know, we just we just get them there. And if they're desperate and they open their heart a little bit, then Jesus can come in because yes. he's not going to force anybody. Yes. But I guarantee you, if you're in a dark place, all you have to do is is come jesus said it's since from the from the beginning god has been making an invitation for men and women to come isaiah chapter 1 verse 18 come let us reason together Mm -hmm. matthew chapter 11 verse 28 he says come to me all ye that are tired tired of what tired of shooting dope tired of doing tired of smoking dope tired of whatever it is tired of pornography tired of those things that have you bound come on come and i will and i will give you rest and jesus is the only one that can 
that can set you free. Mm-hmm. My experiences, I'm a man that tried every, practically every every man-made, uh, uh, well, every man-made uh, uh, way of coming out, AA, NA methadone clinics. I tried, I tried basically everything. You know, for a while I thought maybe if I get married, I can change, that'll change me. I tried marriage and man, I made a mess out of it. Children, I couldn't even maintain my kids. I, I couldn't do anything for them. I was so hooked on drugs and alcohol. But it wasn't until I had an encounter with a person and that person Hallelujah. is Jesus Christ. <laughs> and that person set me free. And, and, and when Jesus sets you free, you'll know what true freedom is about. It's not about, about coming out of a cage of prison. Mm-hmm. I used to say it all the time, I I can't wait till I come out of prison. That wasn't the answer, that wasn't Mm -hmm. the key. I was bound, I was still a prisoner. The moment I hit the streets, hey, where's the good dope? Mm -hmm. Uh, I need to uh, get me some. Mm -hmm. And I was off to the races again. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I had an encounter with the person, the person of Jesus Christ, that I was truly set free. And I understood freedom, I understand freedom today. Because I'm free, there's no vices in my life, I'm not bound to anything. And, and that's the way that, that, that Jesus desires for, for us to walk, you know, free, truly free. Mm, that is so good. Y'all, y'all are so powerful. Your testimony is so powerful about what God can do. And, and I just want to take a moment as we uh, wrap up the first part of this program. But don't go away, anybody, because we'll be right back. But I just want to say to anyone that's listening or watching by Facebook, if you feel that, you know, you feel a tug in your spirit. You, you feel the Lord speaking to you and, and God just surrounding you right now. Listen, all you have to do is say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I ask you to take over my life. I give you everything. I give you all my past. I give you my present. I give you my future. I give you all the mess, all the good things, all the bad things. Forgive me and wash me and transform me. Change me, Lord. From the inside out, change me. I give myself to you. I give myself completely to you. I invite you in, Lord. And I ask, Lord, that you would remove the addictions and the the traps of the enemy. I just look to you. You are my Savior. And I cry out to you, and I thank you that you've heard me. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, my friend, if you prayed that prayer, he heard you, and you, listen, you're born again. You're a new creation. Old things have passed away, and all things have become new in him. And so you have a brand new beginning. And I want to invite you. You can call our toll-free prayer line. We have anointed, trained prayer ministers that will pray with you and talk with you. It's 866-241-0579, 866-241-0579. And we want to send you out some scriptures free charge that will help you on this new walk that you have with the Lord and if you don't have a Bible we'll send you out a Bible so listen it's a brand new day it's a new season it's a new beginning and and we're going to come back in just a few few moments with Janie and Reuben and we're going to continue talking and tell other people to listen to uh, this is so powerful so we'll see you in just a moment